everyone. We're live. Welcome back for episode three of the Bruise Day podcast. I'm Josh and I'm joined by Andy, Rob, and Wes. What's up, guys? How's it going? Hey. Hello. Today, we'll be talking a bit about 4th of July as it's coming up, uh, where it stacks up to some other drinking holidays. We'll, we'll talk a bit about that. Um, and some unfortunate predictions we may or may not have made about COVID-19 getting a little bit worse. Uh, we also have a few interesting news articles to share, a great hot dog focused big board, um, and then we'll follow that up with our traditional lightning round and good, bad, and ugly. With that out of the way, cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Today's cheers beer, sticking with our theme, is Stone Brewery's Enjoy By 7420. Uh, it's an unfiltered double IPA, has about a 9.4% ABV, 90 IBU, um, and has a 4.04 untapped average rating. Uh, let's take a look. It's been checked in just north of 8,200 times, which is about on average for Stone's Enjoy By series. Uh, what are you guys thinking about it? I really like it. It um, There's a lot of taste. There's definitely a lot of taste right off the bat, and it's uh, it's lots of IBUs are, are definitely up there. It's, uh, it, it kind of hits you. Um, but I enjoy it. This is, I think they always do a really good July 4th enjoy by. We were all looking forward to this one and I think it held up. It's, it's really, really delicious. Yeah. So this one, I, I like it cause it's an unfiltered IPA, but it's got a nice, it is, it's not hazy. It's, it's, it's got a clear look to it. A nice golden clear look to it. Uh, it's got a decent head on it, which I was surprised by on this one. And it is good. It's got like a, it to me, it's almost got like a creaminess to it. And I really like it. It's got a nice hot bite at the end, but it almost has like a creamy aftertaste to me. And I it, I just think they did a really great job with this every time they ever do enjoy buys. I know all of us try to go find one. It's just a fun series to be around. And I, I think they hit it with this one. And also, this can is just American as hell, and it's really, really cool. Yeah. So you can't beat that oh, yeah. part. Yeah, Wes, I'd agree with you on the kind of like smoothiness of it, kind of at the end. You definitely get a lot of hops, it being a double IPA. That's always going to be something that comes in. But it definitely is almost like a creamy finish at the end. One thing that shocked me about this specific beer is there's 12 different hop varieties included in the recipe. It's a lot. So there's they're packing in as much as they can. And then, you know, the color is, is great in a glass. Like I got the tall can, I got the 19 ounce can to drink out of. So I'm going to be enjoying it. I'm glad we got to drink it on the podcast. It's yeah. And he brought in tasty. the tall boy. Yeah. yeah. He's he playing around. <laughs> He's going full on America here. <laughs> I play for keeps, son. I think this, this one hit me just because I, I don't think I've had uh, this bitter of a beer in a while. I've been more on the hazies and, and some of the lighter beer. Um, and it just sort of reminded me, it brings me back to like the reason that I like West Coast IPAs. Um, so it, I'm, I'm liking it a lot. Yeah, I, I, 90 IBU is a high IBU, but I feel like with that slight bit of creaminess, it, like it hits you and then kind of tapers off immediately rather than a lot of those high IBUs hit you and then you just like, you can't taste anything else for the next four hours, you know? I think this one yeah. is really, it, it does it in a really nice way. And it's, it's just, it's great beer all around. Well, I, I mean, honestly, I think I'd come at it right around the average. I, I think I'll the probably four. ride right over it, maybe like a four, one, four, two. What do you guys think? I don't think I'm going that high. I think I'm going to stick around a four. Uh, the, 
I do feel like the alcohol is a little bit high for me, um, but it, it's definitely delicious. I really enjoy this. I say it's hard a four when you're now. so used to the hazy train, though. That's yeah, true. It's, That's it's true a double too. IPA. It's supposed to be. Good point. All right, I'll tell you what. Come back to me later on. We'll see if I adjust it <laughs> yeah, after I get a, a little bit a little deeper. Harder, yeah. Once, once I'm, yeah, loosen up a little bit, I might be a little bit more willing to give it a four one four two. Andy, what's your rating? I'm probably closer to a four two along the lines with Wes. I'm a big double IPA fan, so the hoppier the better. For for having such a high IBU, you don't really get the bitterness until the back end. So it's real smooth to drink and then you get that aftertaste and the hop and the bitterness for that exact reason. Andy, I think, I think I'm at like a four and a quarter, so I'm, I'm liking it. Nice. Very nice. Sounds yeah. Like it's a, it was a good choice this week. I like this one a lot. Yeah. yeah. This is solid. How can we not do it though? Yeah. No, you, have to. you have to. Yeah, that's true. So expanding off of that, Rob, uh, let, let's talk a little bit about 4th of July. Um, do you know, do you guys have similar plans every year? Uh, are you more like me where every year is just a little bit different? It depends on your situation. Um, what do you normally do for 4th of July? Is it a big party? Uh, just, you know, home alone fireworks? What are you doing? I mean, I'll kick it off. I think for me, I've moved around a little bit. This is my first 4th of July in the state of Washington and just happened to come the year that, you know, most likely there'll be minimal 4th of July festivities <laughs> yeah. for most people other than sticking around at home. There is still going to be a fireworks show that um, is put on by the city, but I'm not really sure how that's going to go. I don't really have many traditions other than really just like trying to be with friends, trying to be outside and trying to have like a good time and have some drinks. Um, if I can, you know, barbecue and be a part of that, I think that's really like where I want my traditions to be, but I don't, I don't have anything that's kind of a go-to every year for me. I agree, Andy. I mean, that's it's pretty generic. It's it's almost like there's a formula, right? Barbecue, grilling. If you have a pool, a beach, a boat, uh, you're going to be either at those or on on a boat. Yeah, uh, just oh, yeah. being outside in general, and obviously you got to cap it with some fireworks at the end of the day. I think we inherited a boat last podcast, didn't we? Like as a group. Yeah, <laughs> I think we did. Well, that's cool. I wonder who did that for you. My boat is pretty cool. I wonder what your guys' boat is like. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Fourth of July, I, I I think I'm on the same level as you guys. If I'm not traveling for it, if I'm not trying to go to like a beach summery place for Fourth of July, um, I'm at a pool. I'm grilling, and we're playing drinking games, party games, that kind of stuff. Just start start in the middle of the day and just kind of go to the end of the day, and then. I always like the fireworks, but I like to make sure I'm at somebody's like house or place that's within the range of fireworks. Not a huge fan of going to the place in the crowd, uh, especially especially right now, obviously. But I just yeah. like to be be at someone's house where you can see them, but you're still kind of continuing the party and being able to do whatever the hell you want at their house rather than um, in a big crowd at a park or something. Yeah, Wes, to, to your point, uh, talking about sort of the, those large groups of people, uh, last week, we, we did spend a, a decent amount of time talking about the current pandemic. Uh, some of our excitement for maybe normalish activities coming back, but it seems like our concern of things getting worse is, is probably coming true, at least in some specific places. Uh, with the latest news, Texas, Arizona, California, a lot of others have, as of like just yesterday, closed back down. Uh, it hasn't happened in Colorado where I am just yet. 
Um, but how is that affecting you guys locally? Is, is a bunch of spots that you had started going back to, are they closing down? Are they just having to be more careful? Like what's going on? Yeah. So, I mean, I can, I can speak to that first in Arizona. I mean, Rob and I talked about it last week. We were, we're in the two States that kind of opened up first and we're now in the two <laughs> States that are closing down first again. Um, we're, we're shut back. Bars are shut back down. Gyms are shut back down in Arizona. Uh, everybody's going back to, to go with a weird thing. Uh, it's uh, they're, they're not, who knows if this works or not there. If you're a restaurant who has a bar, you can still be open, but if you're a bar without food, you have to be closed. So there's a big, there's a big uproar uh, in the brewing beer community, the bar community of just like, uh, how, how can you assume that the restaurants are doing so much better of a job than we are? I understand that they're trying to shut down maybe non-essential stuff. I, I mean, eating is essential, even though eating out is not essential, but some people could try to make that argument um, and drinking out at a bar is not, but it, it's kind of a bummer because it, it seems like a few, a, a small amount of places ruined it for yes. everybody in Arizona. You know, there's, there's a lot of people not following the rules and a lot of these bars are already posting on Instagram in Arizona of like, don't affect everybody who is following the rules for a few that weren't. And it's just, it's a bummer, but yeah, we're, we're, we're shut back down bars Bars, gyms, pools, and uh, tubing, tubing facilities, meaning they, they said tubing facilities, <laughs> the which one? Is, there's only one out in Mesa. The Salt River, River tubing is closed down, but that is tubing facilities are also closed down. So oh, that one hurts. Yeah, that I mean, one tubing hurts. I can yeah. see with the bus. Yeah, don't get on the bus. But if I want to like drive my own tube up and just go down solo, I feel like Absolutely. that is true yeah. social distancing. Yeah. yeah, no, you you can't shut that down. But they, I think they specifically said, "Oh shit, Fourth of July is coming up. Shut down tubing." Oh so yeah, that's one of the biggest. Like, Everybody is yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. Wes, do you blame the uh, Scottsdale nightclubbers that you mentioned last week on I, uh, on the potential that is shutdown? that is amongst the people the the businesses that people are slightly annoyed with? Yes, uh, I I can't personally speak to any specific places who did it, but yes, that is it's kind of a consensus of places like that kind of ruined it for a lot of people. And I mean, I, I get the sentiment from some places like, Oh, those are the people who ruined it. Like find a way just to punish that group. But I, I don't know if, if, if you're at a state level, I, I it, it'd be pretty hard or impossible to do that. Yeah. And Texas is similar to Arizona as well. Bars are closing. I don't know if it, I don't know if tubing has been uh, knocked out, but uh, definitely <laughs> bars uh, are, 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 closed um, and there's definitely a you know I guess a debate between you know why restaurant or why not restaurants why 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 just bars uh, and then even I think there's going to be additional restrictions as we head into the the holiday weekend uh, I don't I haven't seen anything come out yet but I wouldn't be surprised if there's additional restrictions in the state of Washington where I am we have seen a slight increase as I mentioned last week as things have begun to open up but not to the level that either Arizona or Texas or you know Florida or some other states have seen. So here where I am, nothing is, you know, reverting back. They are definitely, you know, the the governor just instituted, I think late last week, a kind of mandated, you know, mask in public ordinance. So they are understanding that the numbers are increasing. And obviously that is happening because things are opening, but it's not gotten to the point where they need to shut back down. So 4th of July here, it's already going to be subdued and tamed. I mean, <clears throat> as I mentioned earlier, 
there's a, a fireworks show that gets put on every year by the AAA baseball team that's based in Tacoma, the Rainiers, and they're still going to do their fireworks show this year, but they're going to just have no guests. So you can either watch it on their Facebook live stream, or if you are in the area of the stadium, you can still see it. Like they're going to be able to see fireworks in the sky, but it's going to be more of a encouraging you to watch from, you know, home or a higher vantage point or something else. So that's kind of what it is here watching, in the state of Washington. Watching fireworks on a live stream is like, reminds me specifically of how everybody makes fun of the people filming fireworks on the 4th of July where yeah. they're watching the fucking fireworks. It's just like, who's ever going to watch your video now? Your yeah. video, dude. Just yeah. watch the fireworks. Enjoy <laughs> the moment. I feel like it's the same thing. Like you're going to put it on the TV. And be like, Hmm. This is Remember not this? that exciting. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole I'm thing. About I'm going to say outside watching it. It's cool. It's like on the video. It's pretty. I've, not- I've been a culprit of that Wes. Uh, <laughs> at least one time in my life. I've been a culprit. Go on. Was that sitting what? outside of a barbecue <laughs> restaurant in the? Do you remember that? The best <laughs> yes, part. Okay, I got. Single... I'm sorry. I have to jump into a side story here. Andy and I spent a Fourth of July together. Oh, actually, was that even Fourth of July, or was that just a random? It was. Day? Yeah, it was Fourth of July. Fourth of in, July, uh, 2012. 2012. We were in Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri. And we go to this random barbecue place. We visited a bunch of barbecue places on this trip. We we basically road trip through the country to make it to an event we were working. And we eat barbecue. We walk out to the where the parking lot is behind this restaurant. And there's just a bunch of people playing with fireworks in like the field behind this barbecue restaurant. And at one point, they decide to explode a trash can. Oh, no. Trash can? Uh, I saw, I remember seeing specifically a mini fridge. It was a mini fridge. Sorry. It was a mini fridge. And they put something in this mini fridge to make a mini fridge fly at least a hundred to 150 feet in the (laughs) air. And it was the best fireworks display I've ever seen. Cause it was just like, yeah. Oh, I completely agree in a field shooting fireworks directly above our heads like it, you they were had under a, the fireworks it was crazy it started with exploding items there was the <laughs> fridge there was also a wheelbarrow That's that they right. shot up That's in right. the air <laughs> and then they had a homemade choreographed fireworks show that was hand lit by oh, each so person legit. so wow. each person had one of those you know little extender uh lighters that you get at the grocery <laughs> store <laughs> yeah and we're just amongst you mean like half a foot yeah yeah you get six inches max <laughs> but they're standing in this like lane in between two rows of fireworks and they're just lighting one then lighting the other yeah, it's and like they're four just dudes in the just smoke. taking turns running yeah. in there and lighting it and running out <laughs> but I'm it sorry, was I, I'm, did i miss this did one of you get this on film i definitely have some videos of the refrigerator and the wheelbarrow being shot straight up in the air by homemade explosives and i probably have the fireworks show somewhere on video but it's not something i've i rewatched recently but that in my book that is the single greatest fireworks show i have ever seen and it was just after a great meal and i, I couldn't have asked for anything better i feel like our listeners need an instagram story of a video of a refrigerator getting shot into the air i'll do some digging I'll see if i can find it i know the video exists somewhere <laughs> within my files i just have to find it and i will yeah, start we'll, digging for it we'll, we'll throw that on there if andy can uh dig that out of the uh vault 
I feel like we need to say this, but um, the Brews Day podcast does not condone homemade or uh, any fireworks at home. Be safe this holiday. Uh, but if you are shooting off any refrigerators or blowing up any local stuff, please film it. Uh, I think that is something that Barstool and others would love to air. <laughs> oh, I completely agree, Rob. Completely agree. So it doesn't sound like we're going to top uh, shooting refrigerators up into the air. Um, but what are your plans knowing some of the restrictions for this 4th of July? Are you doing a small gathering? Uh, you just grilling solo with family? Like what, what's going on this, this time around? Yeah, it's tough with uh, the current times. You can't really plan much big, right? A lot of people, depending on who you're talking to, some people are just going to stay home by themselves. Some people are only comfortable with small gatherings. Um, I'm hoping to do something at somebody's pool, but obviously in a small group and with people I trust that have been responsible, um, maybe at our house, but it's unfortunately going to be a pretty tame 4th of July, which normally this is this is a fun holiday to not be tame on, but I, th I think that's kind of what we're uh, looking at this year. I think that's what everybody's looking at this year. Yeah, and same goes for me. Uh, I am looking at potentially flying to Florida uh, to stay with some family. I know, cases are, I know cases are increasing <laughs> there, but I'll be taking some precautions along the way. Uh, but we'll be, uh, yeah, just hanging with family at a pool, really keeping it low-key, doing some outdoor um, activities, grilling, uh, sitting poolside. That's about it. Definitely no blowing up. Uh, we will not be blowing up any refrigerators. I'll tell you that. If we do, I will send you guys a video. <laughs> yeah. So you're yeah. not doing it, but if you do do it. But if I do, do yeah, you know, okay. it, it's, yeah, you know how these I mean, you are go. going to Florida. So if there's going to be man. someone yeah, else blowing up a refrigerator, <laughs> it's going to be in that state. Yeah. Please send all DM'd <laughs> explosion videos to at the bruise day on Instagram. We will watch them, but I don't explode things. Only if some random friend that you are not responsible for yeah. does it. <laughs> or if you, you are already it, going you to explode things. You just yeah. be the photographer, people. You know, be send, the send it for our enjoyment only. We will not share it. Unless it's cool. Unless you tell us we can. And, we'll yeah. yeah, and then we'll do it. I feel like I'm not having any fun compared to what Rob's going to experience, like getting to travel to Florida and seeing some things get blown up by people in florida hopefully probably more in line with what wes is going to experience probably pretty subdued um i don't really have any family out in the washington area so my girlfriend and i will probably be laying low maybe see some of her friends maybe get out for a hike might have to dab a little bit in some video games drink some cold beers there you go uh my apartment i'm unable to at least where my apartment is situated on my property and at because I'm on a higher floor, I cannot actually own a barbecue that I get to grill on, on my deck. So that's a little saddening. So I'll have to find a way to get some other grilled items into my belly at some point this weekend. Question for the group. What's in your coolers this weekend? Ooh, I haven't filled a cooler yet. Well, I definitely think I have some uh, leftover... Um, Sierra Nevada sour ales <laughs> from a previous <laughs> recording that we've had and probably some other IPAs that I'm, I'm real keen on. That's about it for me. Wes, you're probably going all hard seltzers, right? Yeah, dude. White Claws, Trulies, whatever you got, man. Just Throw them at me. Yeah. Hot girl quarantine is still going. Um, no, I, uh, I, I'm going to throw, if, if I have a cooler, it's going to be, 
at a barbecue, it's going to be a lot of light beers. It's probably going to be some Coors Lights. Um, St. Archer, I'll give them a shout out, man. They have a St. Archer Gold Lager. Is like I is I stay away from anything that is low calorie, low carb beer yeah. just because it just doesn't taste like a beer. Um, but that's normally like your Michelob Ultras and your like Coronas do that, sure. right? The big brands do that. St. Archer put out St. Archer Gold. If you're looking for a low calorie beer that is like you can drink a bunch of but still tastes like beer, try it. It's very, very good. It's not that expensive. It's more expensive than your Coors Light, but it, it was a great beer. I, I tried it this week. Uh, it's a really good beer, and I, I would I would throw that in my cooler if I was anybody doing a barbecue. Um, and and if you're if you're having more than a few beers, it's it's just, it's a good beer that's not not going to hit you too hard, but it's it's very tasty and it, it's nice and refreshing. Um, so I'll, I'd probably throw a few of those in there at least. Nice. Speaking of uh, having a few beers on Fourth of July. Uh, Let's let's quickly. I I think we all agree, and unless somebody doesn't, so jump in. That Fourth of July is uh, what I would call "quote unquote" a drinking holiday. Uh, would anybody disagree with that? I don't think so. No, I hope not. At not. All. I've done. I've yeah. I've seen the papers. I've seen the research. I've seen the graphs. <laughs> I have I have dug to poured determine. through the data. <laughs> I have poured through the data, and Fourth of July is listed in almost every list I found top five drinking holidays in the United States. That's it. Case closed. So yeah, drinking yeah. holiday. Yeah. Right. So, so with that, See in, next, week, yeah, next topic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, with, with it being a top five, can, can you guys quickly, we don't need, I don't need a huge long reason for it. Uh, just list off your top three drinking holidays. Well, you may not want a huge long reason, but we're going to give them to you. Oh, damn it. <laughs> St. Patty's day is up there right that's that's number one in my book uh andy west what do you guys is it on your list you well rob considering you're wearing a green shirt right now that's right absolutely i figured it would be appropriate saint, for I, you to saint patty's day i'll jump in with you saint patty's day is my number one absolutely saint patty's is the only one i can think of is that i've consistently yeah like when i was younger fourth of july was like this but even even now like saint patty's day if you're celebrating it's like Hey, what time in the morning are we meeting up to start drinking? You know, obviously sometimes yeah, it falls on work days and you can't do that, but like that's generally that St. Patty's Day celebration. You're not like having a casual couple of beers at night. Like you're, it's an all day drinking affair. Oh, yeah. It's just like, I feel like that's the, I think number one for me. Sorry, Josh. I apologize for explaining. No, no, you, please. Just you can all explain. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> I think, I mean, for me, one of the ones that I, I would say no particular order, but I would say one of the ones that comes to mind for me is always New Year's Eve. Because I was, I was surprised this it, didn't make my list when you put it on your list. I, I have oh, to agree. Really? <laughs> so Wes, is, did it not make your list? New Year's Eve to me is a drinking holiday, but I'm not drinking as much beer on New Year's Eve. I'm typically, especially if I'm going out, usually it's, it's more of a, a cocktail type of evening. For yeah, me. it's fancy. Cocktail, champagne. Yeah, it's a little fancier than just like a straight up beer drinking holiday, which St. Patty's Day is like Cinco de Mayo, 4th of July. Yeah, I mean, I'm not as fancy as you guys. I drink beer until champagne. Have comes a beer. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On New Year's Eve, West drinks the champagne of beers. Yes, there you go, there you go. <laughs> Josh, what about you? What's like your go kind of go to drinking holiday? Your number so, one. 
So I listed two, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll cover them quick. The first is actually back in college, all holidays were drinking holidays because I think they were just excuses for all of us to get together. Uh, nowadays, uh, the, the two that I'm looking at, Christmas Eve, uh, where I'm like, oh shit, last minute, I need to wrap a lot of gifts, get ready for the next day. I'm like about five o'clock, I'm starting to drink beer and then I'm literally like drinking till midnight while I'm wrapping and watching movies and doing things. So to me, that's become like my own personal <laughs> drinking holiday. Uh, and then the other one is Thanksgiving. Um, and, and it's not necessarily because I'm having a ton of beer, uh, but it's because what I'll often do is when we go over to different people's houses, when you have lots of family, you have to, to cover off on, I'll bring three or four different types of beer that I really like or that I want to try there, but I'll turn it more into sort of a sharing or discussion type of, of thing um, where, you know, other people who like beer, I can share things with them that maybe they haven't had before. Um, and it just sort of gives me something to do other than the general chit chat of like, how's life been since last year when we saw you at Thanksgiving? Josh, I'm really surprised. I actually really thought, uh, and you might have to explain this to our listeners because they're going to have no idea what this is, but I really thought beer mess was going to be called out here as a national holiday. Is that, so I'm surprised can, can you the didn't whole month this. be a national holiday? I don't it think can it be. be. If, <laughs> I mean, you can, you can make it a, a national holiday if you want to. If it's if it's in a podcast, then absolutely it's on. Before you explain this, I just want to say I would love it if you could pull that off because I would love it if that made it so our wives and girlfriends also did it because it is I'm very jealous of this. That's really what I'm going for here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was actually gonna call out that Josh's like Christmas Eve drinking is probably a bunch of the beer miss beers that he hasn't had yet. So he already has the stock. He doesn't need to go out and buy them. They're already present. He just has to pop them and drink them. Josh, you might have to explain this one a little bit. You might want to explain this now. (laughs) But you know, before we get too far into it. uh, So for the listeners, uh, my wife every year does a beer advent calendar for me, which essentially counts down from December 1st through Christmas, uh, Christmas morning. Um, and each one is a unique beer or it should be a unique beer that I haven't had before. Um, so that each evening, if I open it in the morning, I can refrigerate it and, and have it in the evening. Uh, that has become more and more difficult as I've had more beer, but she's still, still on a roll. And um, it, it's pretty much my, my favorite part of December at this point. So those beers that you're drinking while you're wrapping gifts, is that just the leftover beer miss? that you may not have gotten to if you, if you're falling behind? No, uh, it, it might be a little bit of that, but for the most part, it's now me knowing that I have a lot to do and I'll go out and buy a six pack just for the, the occasion of me yeah. wrapping presents. So the one holiday I'm surprised no one mentioned was Halloween. I still find that to be a, a really fun holiday. I know it was when we were back in college, but I really enjoy uh, just Halloween. I think it's such a fun event when people take part, dress up, and and just enjoy the evening. That one fell into my like it was a huge drinking holiday in college, and now I'm working on Halloween and then like you know taking nieces trick or treating in the evening. So it's it's become less of a drinking like maybe I'll bring a beer with me, but I'm, I'm having one. Yeah, Halloween's definitely like fallen off my list of like top <laughs> yeah. drinking holidays just because. I'm not, there's not the type of scene that you experienced back when you were in college and everyone's trying to get together or even like immediately after college. Like we're a little bit older now, like 
we're trying to we're, we're starting to be a little bit more responsible with our our evenings and weekends to but some Rob, degree. You, you I, I was just I was no, just kidding, guys. That's it's not on my list. I was, no, you're I fine. was just playing around. <laughs> All right, so I'll I'll move us off the Fourth of July topic. Um, the the next piece is uh, over the last week or two, we we didn't have many articles last week, so I wanted to cover off on the two and, and would love your guys' initial thoughts on these. I think you've seen some of them, maybe you haven't seen others. Uh, first, White Labs, uh, which is best known for creating yeast for homebrewers, and they even do some classes from time to time. Uh, I actually use their yeast when when I made my most recent beer. Um, they are coming out with their own lineup of craft beer uh, that they hope to distribute across the United States. Their goal is to highlight all the different yeast strains that they offer. And I, I think they have like 12 or more. And each one is, is meant to highlight different flavors or, or show off different beer profiles. Um, so I thought it was something pretty cool being new new to homebrew. I'm excited to try them, um, but have you guys heard about this and, and do you have interest in trying them out? Yeah, this, this is really cool because I've actually never seen anybody and I'm sure they're not the first people. So I apologize if you've already heard of this with other people doing it, but I've seen a lot of breweries like we talked about. Um, can you guys remind me of the beer that we talked about last week that does the regular releases, the the uh, DDH uh, yeah, Tups. exactly Tups Tups does DDH and they they kind of showcase different hops and you see a lot of breweries showcasing different hops I don't know if I really ever run into personally people showcasing different yeasts in it and that's just really yeah. cool I'd love to see that same as you Josh I I I'm interested in now because I'm home brewing and I'm understanding this more and how it works so I would love to taste different yeasts different beers by by somebody who knows what they're doing at least like so that, that's it's a really cool concept yeah it's, it's the one thing in there that's like affecting your beer for the longest period of time and yeah. most people especially if you're just into craft beer but maybe not into homebrewing you you really don't think about much yeah the second article uh that that i wanted to bring up uh was while we had heard a lot about the possibility of this happening and i think we all hoped it wouldn't uh, do South Brewing Company, uh, I think they're out of Florida, um, is the first that I've heard where they actually had to pour out beer due to, due to the pandemic. To be more specific, we're talking $41,000 worth uh, to the point where they literally had to have a state supervisor come out to watch them dump the beer. To me, like I, I get they're explaining that uh, their beer, you know, the flavor is best within 90 days. Quality is top of mind but I have to imagine there are better options to do something with that beer. Do you have any ideas? Have you seen any other breweries who have maybe done something more interesting with it? So Guinness did. Uh, Guinness, at least, I, I believe they had provided a bunch of uh, unused beer to uh, farmers that needed it. Um, not sure exactly what the quantity was, but I know there's definitely different ways that you can get rid of it other than dumping it out. I think like we talked about last week, if we were to, uh, you know, if, if um, a ton of, of hops are, are heading from Munich to Andy's apartment in, <laughs> in Tacoma, I think he's yes. all for it. Same thing. Uh, if anyone wants to send us, you know, beer that needs to be dumped, we can we can certainly repurpose it. Uh, I think all of us are having some low key 
uh, events this weekend for the holidays and would love to feature, you know, Guinness or uh, any beer that is, is otherwise going to be destined to dump. Yeah. I mean, even if you just set it up where like, Hey, we're selling, you know, $2 growler bottles with our brand on it. And if you come in, we'll fill it with whatever beer you want that we're going to have to pour out for free at the 90 day mark. I feel like there are just other things that you could do before you pour stuff down the drain. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a bummer, but the only thing I can say to come to their defense, uh, to come to do South's offense or offense, defense, sorry. <laughs> offense. They, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to about to offend you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry to offend you, but no, they, he, he very specifically said that the whole reason he's doing this, he was holding on to that beer. They actually are about to open back up. What he's specifically saying is that this isn't the best way he could put out this beer. It's not top quality. And he refuses to serve this because as much as the consumers have supported him through all of this situation and, and this COVID situation we've been in, he is unwilling to give them a beer that he does not think is top quality. And I, I think that is, there. there is something to kind of stand on there. And I think that is, very commendable that he's doing that and saying, you know what, this, yeah, maybe he could have jumped in front of it and gotten rid of it somehow, but, and maybe he tried, who knows, but he's just saying like, it's probably drinkable, but I don't feel comfortable giving it to you. I want to give you guys top quality stuff. I'm pouring this down the drain. So I completely as much agree. as it hurts, it, it's, 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 it's commendable still. Yeah. I'd, I'd actually be interested West to that point, And, and I don't know if anybody would ever do this, but he could rebrew that same beer and offer it fresh and old. And I would love the two cans side by side just to see actually the difference in the age of beer because there's a ton of effort and things that go into distribution and, and how old a beer is and whether or not it's good or not. But I've never been able to have a fresh version of a beer and a somewhat expired version of a beer beer and yeah, i'd kind it, of be curious to, to try just risky as a brewery to be have people poorly sure. rating your old beer and you have to be like <laughs> yeah i know it's old you gotta name it like uh in untapped it's like the name and then in quotations like this is the shitty one or name it your competitor yes and then the third article uh that, that i wanted to bring up more on the fun side of things devil's backbone brewery uh it's out of virginia has a new contest i think some of you may have heard of it they are looking for a chief hiking officer, which is a dope title. Uh, and they're hoping that this person will hike the Appalachian Trail and bring some beer along and take awesome photos every day that it, that it takes them to complete this, uh, which is months. Comes with a $20,000 stipend, some bragging rights, and I mentioned the cool title. Are you signing up for this? Should our listeners sign up for this? What are, what are our thoughts on, on this sort of interesting brand opportunity well i'd like to throw my hat in the ring because i walked it's like a walk slash jog two miles today oh, man. and i did two miles on sunday so i think i'm in a pretty good place to sign up i think i meet at least one criteria of what they're looking for and that's i love craft beer did you drink a beer on your two mile walk no oh, but okay. i can start doing that how many <laughs> did you how many selfies did you take while doing that too uh, yes. i took zero i think i have just the love of craft I beer i don't really think uh, i have the you gotta the, share your story uh, yeah the I don't know super if you're social media following that they're looking for 
nor do I have the true kind of like outdoor hiking experience that they're probably looking for. But I mean, I'd throw my hat in the ring. Like, why not? Yeah, application but I also, denied. Yeah, <laughs> Try well, again. I also don't live now. <laughs> I also don't live in one of the states that they're trying to get someone from. So that's also a, a disqualifier for me. I think it's a cool idea that they're doing this. They're reaching out. I don't really know. I mean, if someone who is willing to hike the AT was looking to do it already, I mean, obviously I previously had taken looks at doing the PCT on the West coast this year, obviously a wash for everybody because a lot of the trail organizations, you know, encourage people to either not to start their hike or to end their hike once all this pandemic stay at home orders kind of started. So I definitely think there's gonna be a lot of eager people on that side of the country that are willing to enter to do that. But I would be very interested to see if the person that is selected actually hikes the entire length of the AT. The better. I like to believe that they will. Yeah, I do too. That's the hope, but <laughs> hey, I mean, it's have faith. what if they're only going to be they, they may only be paid if they finish it though. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, they get paid it at benchmarks. Yeah, <laughs> their paycheck is just I know there are little stop checkpoints along the way at the different post office. What if their like check was just located in each one of those? They had to make it to the post office to pick up their check so they could yeah. cash it. Yeah, no direct deposit for you, <laughs> chief chief hiking officer <laughs> all right well if you sign up let us know uh, i thought it was kind of cool um we are going to take a real quick break and we'll be right back after this hey there thanks for checking out the bruise day podcast for more content or to leave a comment check out our instagram and twitter accounts at the bruise day and for your daily dose of beer photos and reviews check us out on instagram at the bruise day review Cheers. And now back to the show. All right. Welcome back. Uh, we are going to jump straight into our unique beer of the week. Uh, does anybody want to jump in first as we pour? Yeah, I'll dive into mine. I'm drinking a Hazy Nelson, which from the name is right on that hazy train. It is a hazy IPA from Backwoods Brewing Company. They're out of Carson, Washington. It's a 6.7% ABV, 45 IBU. It's unique to all of us. On Untapped, it seems like it's pretty new in general. There's only 543 check-ins. Oh, wow. And the average rating is 3.87. So it definitely is like a little bit higher on the Untapped average. Not a lot of check-ins. But the, the reason I decided to drink the Hazy Nelson after kind of seeing it at the bottle shop is that a couple of years ago, I went to Willie Nelson's 4th of July celebration that always happens every year in Austin. He basically takes over the outdoor amphitheater at the Formula One track and does a big like all afternoon concert. But this year they've had to go digital, but I still wanted to kind of pay homage to my ties to Austin and also because of 4th of July and Willie Nelson, what he does every year in Austin. So that's why I'm drinking this one. Um, at first taste, definitely hazy IB, like IPA, Live not that bitter, 
um, real, like it's, it's good. I mean, it's a, it's a hazy IPA. You I mean, it's murky as hell, but I'm enjoying it so far. Nice. I'm drinking a mind bloom, uh, which is an experimental IPA series, uh, from Melvin brewing company out of Alpine, Wyoming. It's a 7% ABV 3.96 untapped average with about 2,700 check-ins. Andy, I'm curious, you've had it uh, with a great little comment about a, an afternoon reading session, but you did not give it a rating. Um, uh, my first my first sip or two, um, I'm enjoying it. it. It's a little bit different. They tried to sort of merge some floral and melon flavors, which immediately sort of threw me off. But um, a, as I sort of take the first couple sips, um, I'm liking it. It's probably under a four for me, but we'll sort of see how how the rest of the pint plays out. So I'm drinking an Evil Dankster IPA. It's by Tupps Brewery, which was my unique last week. So I've got two Tupps beers uh, back to back. It's a 7.0 AB, ABV, uh, 3.77 average on untapped, which I'm a little shocked by. I think that's a little bit low. I actually think it's a, I would give it a little bit higher than that. It only has uh, about 1,400 check-ins on untapped. Josh, you've had this. You gave it a 4.0. You actually had it on Saturday. You also had an interesting comment, which was a well-earned beer today. Do you want to tell us what you did on Saturday that that made you earn this beer? Uh, I was doing a fair bit of, of packing up of some things that I wanted to bring back with me from Colorado. So I spent pretty much all day putting some things into some boxes. You were gracious enough to come help me jam some of that stuff into my car. Uh, so yeah, it it was a it was a well earned beer, and and I probably would have given, you know, alcohol in a glass a four at that point. I'm surprised you didn't give it higher. I do think this is a great beer. It's it's got some just really interesting tastes. It's dry hopped. I actually really like this. I think 3.77 is a little low as an average. I would give it closer to a four. I'm enjoying this. Yeah, I think it's good. I really like what Tups is doing. They're they're making some great beers right now. I have to make sure though that next week when I'm checking in uh, my unique beer, I should probably diversify a little bit and move <laughs> away from Tups. Uh, being that this is my second week in a row. Checking what if you only drank Tups on this podcast? They might sponsor us. It's possible. And if they're willing to, I would do that <laughs> until uh, someone else comes around yeah. and is willing to yeah. sponsor hit us. It, hit us up. Anyway, I am drinking the namesake beer of a, a, a pretty well-known brewery that uh, most people might know. Uh, it's called Bush by Anheuser-Busch. Uh, it's got a 4.3% ABV, no IBU. It says no IBU, not, not <laughs> Apple doesn't have it. No IBU is what is listed. <laughs> uh, the an- untapped average is 2.4, uh, 108,000 check-ins. I am actually, I, I just so you guys know, this is a bush, not a bush light. I, I don't know if you've heard of those before, but both are different. Um, I'm actually the only one of the four of us who've checked one of these in on Untapped before, which is interesting. My personal why. rating is a one and a half. Uh, so I decided I'd have another one because I love them just because I, I love the water that tastes a little slightly like beer. So um, yeah, cheers, guys. Uh, Wes, Wes, <laughs> this is a, a really interesting check-in yeah. this week. Why? You, well, you gave it a 1.5, and typically, you know, unique no, no. beers of the week are 
you know, things that are new, exciting, and usually have a, a rating that are slightly higher than a yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, I lost mean, last I, week. I lost last week. I am the loser. I am the dead last loser of the big board last week. But I just want to state before we move on, guys, I came up with this bet. I am honoring my bet. I'm, I'm showing you right now. And I just want to raise this in front of the camera. The audience, you can't see this, but I'm honoring it plus a little bit because I said tall boy. I, I didn't know if anybody, when you were the loser, you were going to come with a tall boy. I didn't just come with a tall boy, baby. I came with the, the big one. This motherfucker is oh. 25 ounces of bush light or bush. Wow. So here we are with 25 ounces of bush. <laughs> For you guys, what do you think that extra ounce above 24 ounces gives you, Wes? <sighs> extra ounce of bush. <laughs> That's what it gives. Other me, than just additional clarity, one more ounce of shame. <laughs> That's oh. what it is. One more ounce of shame for losing last week. How's that work for yeah. you? <laughs> are Are you sticking with your rating of 1.5? What have I'm What have you decided? I'm gonna stick with 1.5. Bush light. It, you know, I'd probably raise it up to like two, but bush. 1.5 okay the one thing i'll say i didn't honor the bet necessarily because i went bush not bush light but i think i punished myself in a bush not bush light so sure yeah sure that's a deal. oh yeah You're for welcome. sure and i mean you have you have owned up to the bet that you made so kudos that was a, to you sir that was an honorable check one too i felt like you gave bush all that it deserves yeah the big one uh, the full read i mean okay well, so okay. rob rob's just go ahead sorry just real quick i i you can give some excitement to it because I drank it at a place called the yard in Phoenix where you can get the brown bag special, which oh, yeah, 99.9% of the time is a bad beer, but 0.01% of the time it is a good beer and it was a bush, but like you get to rip it out of the brown bag and see what it is. And you're excited and it's always a bad beer. So it's kind of like a fun thing. So maybe you got a little bump from that, but. I'd still say it's like point five. It's it's yeah, and it's, the brown bag's what two dollars. <laughs> it's not good. It's just not. It like it doesn't. It's not gross. It's just kind of water. Yeah. yeah. Do you think it would taste better tonight if you put it in a brown bag? I, then I wouldn't know what I was drinking. No, then I'd be more disappointed. <laughs> it's fine now. It is. It's the big one. Look how beautiful it is. Twenty five yeah. ounces, Rob. You got to look at the gloriousness. <laughs> All right, so as you could probably guess by Rob's tone, uh, he was rubbing it in because he picked up the win last week. He narrowly edged Andy just with the tiebreaker. I believe you both went one and one. Uh, Wes, you were, and we'll use the term dead last, uh, but you only lost by the tiebreaker. So it, it wasn't that far off, and, and that could have easily been me enjoying a 25-ounce bush. I price of righted you the wrong way i thought yes. the safe bet was the <laughs> low price of right i should have won up the price of right and i screwed it i went the one dollar route rather than the the one over you route and it just, yeah it screwed me man I, I i went wrong but how well 26 runs are you kidding yeah, me between that's two a lot. games yeah. how, nobody was how no, could yeah, I that was, that? that's a lot get out of here <laughs> Well, this week you have another another opportunity to price is right someone. Uh, we are going to be talking about Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Uh, rules this year, though, are a little different, so it might impact uh, what you're going to do. It's going to be held indoors in air conditioning, unlike uh, normal where it's, I believe it's hot as balls is the official uh, temperature. They're only going to have, I believe it's five or six competitors total. Typically they have 15, uh, so it, it's a fewer, it's a smaller group. 
Um, and lastly, it's going to be held without any sort of fans or people in the audience uh, to, to sort of cheer people on or get them going. Uh, these are all first for Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Um, I'm going to assume we're all taking Joey Chestnut, but if you want to jump in here and take, we'll give you the whole field. If you want to jump in and, and you call field, you just win outright. Yeah, just throwing it out there, Joe Chestnut is negative 1,600 odds. Yes. So good luck if you go other than Joey. I'm going to take the field. I'm going to call it right okay. now. I'm taking the field. It's It's <laughs> been a long time since this man has knocked off his soapbox and his pedestal of winning. And I will gladly be the one to call it. All right, are you hoping he like anyway? I don't dog? even think that's the right like guess. So I think Josh falsely offered that up to you because I think we're oh. just supposed to guess the amount no, of but, hot dogs. No, but, no, no, but that's I'll, okay. I'll give him the like if, if Andy okay, wants he to automatically he, he gets the field. He yeah, yeah, he, deal, yeah deal. he like Sorry. he's not gonna win, but if I don't he know, wants to try. Thanks, Andy. Thank thank you for your thank you for your contribution. Yeah, just offered up a loss. Andy took it, and then we'll all guess. The other guesses. exactly yep that that's how this is rolling uh so <laughs> the the board for the rest of us and the ones who have a chance at winning uh it's going to be two part we're going to look at how many hot dogs the winner of the men's competition uh for context i believe joey chestnut's record was a year or two ago and it was 74 he's usually one or two off of that um and for the women's last year uh we'll we'll make that a, a an entry also and I believe last year was 31. Um, so we're talking loosely 100, 105 hot dogs total, depending on where you end up. Um, we will start with Rob. We're going to make Rob go first. All right. That's fair. So I'm planning to go. My, my number is going to be 103. Uh, I, th I think that the air conditioning is going to definitely help but I feel like they're going to limit the crowd. They are going to limit. There is going to be no crowd. No crowd. The crowd is everything. And when you don't have a crowd in there, even if it's, you know, like EPL where they're, they're, you know, patching in, you know, fan noise, it helps. I do feel like this is going to impact the results. I'm going to go with 70 from the men's winner which I believe will be Joey Chestnut, but it doesn't matter. It could be Joey Chestnut or the field. Doesn't matter. I'm not, I don't have to make a call right now. <laughs> you go 70 from the men's side. Yourself okay. like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think it's going to be 33 from the women's side. I, I do think women's side has made some advancements. I think that they will, they will uh, increase over uh, last year's total of 31 I do feel like Joey Chestnut is going to uh, slightly decline from his, his last year total, uh, but it, it, it's right in line with what we've seen over the past few years. From him. Rob, what type of hot dog are you talking about? <laughs> you, you did say that because of the no crowd, they won't do as well. Uh, maybe it's the air conditioning that you're talking about here, but you are saying that they are going to be net larger hot dogs, more hot dogs than last year. You're more hot dogs than last year. I am. Yeah, I guess I was, okay. I was mainly talking on the men's side um, and not the women's side. I gotcha. Okay, sorry. You're all about, those, you're all about the crowd noise lately. Crowd noise. All about I the gotcha. crowd noise. 
crowd noises. It, but you know what? It worked for last week when we were talking about the Nippon Baseball uh, uh, League. It, it helped me out it, there. You so. know what? I'm at the bottom. All I can do is talk shit because there's nowhere to go but up for me. So <laughs> exactly. Maybe you're maybe you're right, man. <laughs> All right, Andy, with your field choice, I'm going to ask you anyway, just because I'm curious, Where where's your total hot dog number coming in? So my total hot dog bun number, because it's HDB, is the official statistical acronym, hot dog bun. If, because for some reason, they actually count them as different entities, <laughs> the hot dog versus the bun. I'm going a total of 99. I think to Rob's point, and kind of ex- and expanding on that a little bit, the change of venue and the change of scenery and lack of crowd and the air conditioning is actually going to, I think it's going to spook the contestants a little bit more okay. than they anticipated. So I'm going to go 99 as the total. All right, I'll, I'll go next. I don't think that's going to be as big of a factor because from the very short uh, I think there was a documentary on this a long time ago. All of them like practice alone in their houses, uh, just eating lots of hot dogs and, and wet hot dog buns. I'm going to go 109 total. I'm going to go 76 on the men's side and 33 on the women's side, which would be, I believe, records for both. Wow. Um, and wow. That lead, yeah, I'm going to go big. And it, it, leaves Wes, it leaves Wes a decent amount of play uh, to, to one up or one under anybody. So I have an issue here because I did, I have, I'll tell you my picks first. I think Chestnut is on the decline. He's still going to be great, but I was, I was going to throw out 69 as a number. I think he's going to go a little couple lower than last year. Right. So that's 69. I think the same thing. She set a world record last year. So I think it's going to be a slight decline. I was going 30. So I'm at with those results, unfortunately at 99, but, since Andy chose the field, and yeah. I'm definitely, you're not tie breaking Andy. <laughs> would, would that pigeonhole me into Joey Chestnut winning at 99? Like what what happens there, or do I need to change my answer? That's a great question. I I don't <laughs> I, think it. I, 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 like I yes, I, it, might, right it might pigeon it might pigeonhole you into Joey Chestnut winning, but I I feel like that's a safe place to be. You know Wes, what? You, sh- you also you also shouldn't feel bad about this because I feel like if anything, Andy pigeonholed himself into yeah. into this situation. Well, I just mean in the like in the random offset, the sixty nine is perfect, and Joey Chestnut doesn't win. I'm going to be really sad, but I'm going to go with I'm going to go sixty nine with I'm going to call it. I'm not taking anybody. I'm calling the specific Chestnut win at ninety nine. I like it. Be bold. Sorry, Andy. We're we're just our logic was so similar. You just went out of right field and chose. Yeah, I went. I took a different approach. You're going chestnut. I'm I'm leaning more towards the field, specifically Matt Stoney. If he's in there, he's the most recent winner that was not Joey Chestnut, who wasn't participating that year, I believe, or was he? Yeah, he must have had a down year. You know, he was, but his his was personal he? record is like 50 something. He got 62 in 2015. Okay. He's kind of close. Sorry. So, Josh, <laughs> I, I, just to make sure I'm clear on this, are we? So, w- what is it that we're basing? Is it total hot, do- total yes. HDB? 
that we're going off or is it is it for each of them men's and women's or is it no, just it's, it's just the difference so it's the difference across it, both they both matter so if, if it's let's say if the women's winner wins each 30 and the men's winner each 70 that's 100 you guessed 70 and 33 so you're at 103 you're you're three off it's a combined Got it. Perfect. You're combining yeah but great question because i did not specify that all right, there's, yeah. there's, yeah, there's really no good way to transition off of a conversation about hot dogs, wet hot uh, dog eating. Yeah, about <laughs> hot dog eating. So <laughs> we're just gonna do it. Uh, we're gonna jump straight into a lightning round. Uh, it's a, it's a slight transition on the chug sip four that we've done for the last two weeks. Uh, but this one is more specific around those last minute beer runs that we've all done around the holidays uh, from time to time. Uh, I'm going to give you each three beers to choose from. One, you bring back uh, one of these beers for your guest, and maybe there's 30, 60 of them, whatever. Number two, a beer you bring back. There's only like a six-pack left. It's for your personal cooler. You hang on to it. And three, a beer that you leave behind. Uh, Either you want to leave it behind, depending on what I give you, or unfortunately, you have to leave it behind. One of those sort of two options exists. Uh, sound good? Got it. So one, yeah. we're buying in bulk for everybody. One is yep. a six-pack that we get to hide for ourselves at the party. And then one, we stays at the store. We don't get to bring it home at all. Correct. Got it. Let's do okay. it. All right, Wes, we're going to go with you first. Um, and, and I sort of already had a, uh, a theme for you, given your unique beer of the week. Uh, but your first is actually a bush light. Uh, we'll go light because I, I think you liked it a little bit better. Uh, okay. Beer two is a hell or high watermelon, which I believe oh. similar to me, you've given <laughs> like a one and a half or a two. It's, it's down there. It's all, it's all metal together. Mm, bold choice. One of his and, faves. Yeah. And your third is another beer that you've given a one and a half, which is a Bud Light Platinum. Okay. No joke. If I gave <laughs> hell or high watermelon a one and a half, I'm sorry. Uh, I can't even remember the brewery. It's a Chicago brewery, but it's, I, I'm going to not only going to leave that in the store, I'm going to throw it to the back of the store. <laughs> I'm leaving it. Eat that beer. People love that Wes. beer. So I'm sorry, listeners, but I do not like that beer. Wes, no offense. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to go to this party. <laughs> oh, you're coming. Because I'm going to buy a whole lot of bush light, and we're going to play go. games. It's going to be amazing. And then, well, if that's the case, I'll see you there. I'm going to sacrifice myself. Josh didn't say I have to drink this six pack. I'm just putting it in, in the fridge for myself. And it's going to be a Bud Light Platinum six pack sitting in the back of my fridge for, all, for no, years. I and honestly, even if we had to drink it, I will take the in all good conscience. I will take the six pack of Platinum. Bud Light Platinum, I'll drink them at that party and give everybody else Bush Light because I I have a negative view on it. I don't know why I dislike that beer so much. I know I do know people who like Hell or High Watermelon, but I did not and I still do not and I have to leave it behind. Right, I'm tracking with you. It, it's one of my least uh, least preferred beers that I can that I can think of. I would I would concur with that. It's I don't like it at all it's weird it's not <laughs> it's really a weird in beer. my cup it's of tea weird. yeah it's weird <laughs> yeah it's weird 
All right, Andy, we're losing listeners right now. Yeah, yeah, okay. We're we're gonna move to something (laughs) something more enjoyable. Andy, I gave you three that will be more difficult to choose from, but that is because they are all somewhat similar and uh, of higher quality. So I'm giving you a Razor Five, okay, a Stone IPA, okay, and a Tropical Torpedo, which are all you've given a 4.0 rating. And also, everybody at your party's gonna get really drunk. Yes. That's a lot. Yeah. Of oh ideas. yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, I would probably oh, so Racer Five Stone and Tropical Torpedo. Yep. I would probably leave Stone IPA at the store because, to Wes's point, like I want my people to have a good time, and sometimes <laughs> a good time is finding that new level of clarity. And yeah. you might need a, a higher ABV beer t- to get to that to point. That. Yeah. So Stone IPAs, it's getting left. So then I have Racer 5 and I have the Tropical Torpedo. I'm going to go Tropical Torpedo is the six pack for myself. And I'm going Racer 5 for everybody else. I think that I think that's what I would do. Yeah. I like that. Okay. All right. All right, Rob, your party, your party's getting weird. So these <laughs> they are, usually imagine, do. imagine your part like this, this very like pool party, sunny out, lots of people over. Uh, I'm giving you Guinness, Kentucky breakfast stout, or Woot stout. <laughs> that is for a, a pool party. In, for a pool is, party. That's a bold pool party. Yeah, you're you're gonna have a weird pool party. (laughs) Mine was I thought mine was mean. That's so much more mean. (laughs) All right, so it's Guinness, Kentucky breakfast stout. Breakfast stout. It's a a great beer. It's just not really meant for a pool party. Not meant for a pool party. And Woot Stout, which is also a great beer, but again, not not really pool party material. But you've got to serve one to your guests anyway. All right, I'm going to leave the breakfast stout behind i'm going to guinness for everybody and the wood stout for me six pack pack i think that's smart yeah guinness is the easiest to drink it's the easiest to drink yeah Yeah. it's not a pool drinker i can't imagine floating in a pool with a guinness but i kind (laughs) of want to see it now kbs is like punches you in the mouth with alcohol you can't give that to people at a pool party you're gonna have people drowning in your pool if you give that to a bunch of people (laughs) yes all right josh we are gonna give you we're gonna give you a hard seltzer i'm not even giving you a brand hard seltzer sour beers or hard kombuchas you're gonna have quite the party I, wow we're we're, we're we're catering to your kind you know you know you, you, your friends yeah, I, all yeah. love those this, this sounds this sounds like all the people that, that in the know. entire female gender yes. i believe i mean I, I think the safest would be to give everyone the hard seltzers i think that that is a pool party beer it is it, hot girl summer the, hot, hot girl quarantine it's hot, hot girl, girl summer hot girl quarantine sorry sorry uh I would probably, and then between the sour and the kombucha, I would probably save a nice six pack of sour for myself. 
uh, to, to try get a good sour. I like some sours. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think that's smart. And I've never gotten too into kombucha, so I'm just gonna just gonna go ahead and leave that at the store. Yeah, you're, you want to leave the booch at the store. <laughs> there you go. You might have some angry hippies, but that's I think that's yeah. a good choice. That's fine. I, yeah, it's it, me personally. If you like kombucha, that's that's your thing. I I approve of those selections, Josh. Perfect. <laughs> you're coming to my party to drink seltzer. For sure. Okay. I'll go to your party. I'm not going to Rob's. Rob's party sucks. <laughs> no, Rob's no, party yeah, is not the Rob's worst party. Fine. Rob's is a terrible party. You said party. my party sucks. My party is way better than yours, Rob. <laughs> want to fight about it? <laughs> I want to go to Andy's party because like two hours in, I'm going to need to go home. Dude, that's actually yeah. Andy's is a pretty dangerous party. Yeah, too, I want to go to Andy's party. <laughs> I've heard it's called a racer five, not racer five. Ooh, because it seems go. to erase your memories from when you drink it. Mm, there you go. All right. With that, uh, we're gonna we're gonna finish this thing off uh, with a good, bad, or ugly. We're gonna do it every week moving forward. Uh, but let me know, you know, what's going on, what's good, what's bad, or what's ugly. One, all of those things. Uh, what do you guys have going on? I'll kick it off. Uh, so today I installed officially a new flag. So I am ready. I am patriotic. Oh, and we need ready. what kind of flag? This is very important. It I would is assume an American flag. <laughs> yeah, an American flag. <laughs> like at the great, front of your house. But you're right. Great clarification. We do have. Uh, we are a worldwide podcast. Yeah, we are. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Yep. Um, so I do have a new American flag installed on the house, ready to go. Installed as of today. I am ready for this holiday. Nice. Do you have a are, do you have a space in mind for where you're going to install your Bruise Day flag in a, yeah. in a week or so here when those come out as merch? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Uh, I actually I already have the prototype of the merch and it's already hanging. It's it's, it's right. flying already. I think Andy's nice. working on the merch store. <laughs> you get that going. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. I'm working on the merch. You. Yeah. Oh, I got to add flag to the list now. <laughs> yeah. I had t-shirts yeah. first. Oh, flag is flag. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Uh I I think I'd go kind of uh I don't know bad or ugly just like we talked about earlier. 4th of July is coming up, everything's shutting down again. Uh it's whether I mean you could say that's good because maybe we shouldn't have done it before, but how we're doing it is kind of ugly in the first place. So it it it's it's a bummer all the all the bars are closed this week. We got a long weekend and you're kind of stuck at home doing your own drinking. So we'll, we'll see what happens and hopefully Arizona can uh, flatten that curve a little bit because yeah. we're skyrocketing right now. Yeah. I yeah. had a, uh, oh, go ahead, Andy. No, I, well, I was going to say that, you know, I'm, I'm excited for the holiday weekend. I don't really know what I'm going to get into in terms of the 4th of July. So um, it's, it's still a good, but like, I'm happy that we have the holiday coming up. It's a nice weekend, hopefully some good weather. And I'm just looking forward to getting outside and hopefully having a few good beers. Nice. Uh, for me, Rob kind of mentioned it, had a long weekend, had a long day of driving yesterday. Uh, I had a surprise. I didn't know I had Friday off. So that's a surprise three-day weekend for me. And being back here in Colorado, I feel like I can find a, a nice quiet spot to, to hang out for the weekend. It's Christine's birthday on Friday. So we'll be, we'll be celebrating both uh, her birthday and 4th of July and in the best way, way that we can. Nice. And, uh, and with that, we'll, we'll end this thing the way that we always do.
Peace. 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 Peace.